Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And for many of you, you don't know our guest. He's joining us from Cardiff, California, and his name is Bill Gladstone, and he owns Waterside Productions, and I've known Bill for many, many years. And um, it's a pleasure to have him on the show. I actually think this is the first time he's actually been a guest on Inside Personal Growth. So, Bill, good day to you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It is the first time I've been on your show. I think I've sent at least a dozen authors who have been on your show in the past. <laughs> I, I, and that's because I'm better known as a literary agent and publisher, but I'm also an author, though in the past, you know, my books have been novels like The Twelve and uh, books that wouldn't necessarily have fit for your show. But today I'm delighted this book that I just re-released Dr. and Master Shah, Miracle Soul Healer, Documentary, a Legend, is a perfect fit for your show. So that's why today is the first time you're going to have me on your show. Well, um, and, and you have quite a history uh, with Dr. Shay. It's, it's Dr. and Shah. Master Shay. Shah. 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 I want to make sure I say yeah. it right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the book was fascinating. As I was doing the review, I was reading some of the stories. And, you know, you go back to being introduced to Dr. Shah. It's actually Dr. and Master Shaw is how it's referred um, mm -hmm. through a friend of yours, Rick Freshman. Um, you you met him in 2013. Um, what kind of has your journey been like? Because, you know, it was like, OK, let's publish this book. This guy had already been published in other places. Uh, he's got another book coming out and you decided to take this project on and it. It seems like it was a real epiphany for you to work. Well, with. it was fun from the beginning, I have to say. So, you know, back, this is 10 years ago now, you know, we've been very successful. We represented the Four Dummies series, made a ton of money, um, and then got into people like Neil Donald Walsh for special projects, Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson. So, you know, and then we had a big success, of course, with Eckhart Tolle. Um, so, you know, as an agency, we're kind of a big name. And... Rick was a big time publicist in the book business. So he had, uh, you know, represented the chicken soup for the soul authors and some other very successful book authors. And he called me up out of the blue and said, Bill, I've got this author and he's a New York Times bestselling author and he wants an agent. Well, as an agent, who's going to say no? You know, oh, sure. Let me talk to him. And so we set up the call. And for some reason, the call wasn't set up until like nine o'clock on a Friday night and I'm in California and I'm assuming that he's in California. Well, he was actually on the East coast. So this call went on for a couple of hours and I'm thinking, Oh, it's 11 o'clock. It's getting late. You, you know, you've been on the call a long time and I find out it's two in the morning and he's, he was as coherent and as fun. I have to say, Dr. Master Shah is a unique individual. He has very high energy, obviously, he has an incredible past of training as both a medical doctor at China's best Western medicine university. But then he also, from the age of six, was motivated to learn Tai Chi, Qigong, herbal medicine, acupuncture, all the traditional Chinese modalities for healing. And on top of all that, he's a very intelligent individual who understands business. So the first two hours that I spent with him on the phone, we were talking about his contracts. And I was, you know, we don't take people on. I mean, I'm not, we, we've made enough money that, yes, you know, we don't ignore it, but it's not our primary motivation. Our primary motivation is helping authors 
and publishers, because we represent publishers as well, create and distribute books that are going to create a better world. So Dr. Shah fit that, but at the same time, if I don't think I can add value, I'm not going to take someone on. And I was very hesitant because it was like, Master Shah, I looked at the contract. I had Rick had sent it over that he had with Simon and Schuster. I said, you have a great contract. You have great success. Why do you even need an agent? I, you know, you already have great deals. And he said, well, I did some research and you did the dummy series. And that's really what I want. I want a series of books and I want to sell hundreds of millions of books like you did with the dummies, not just hundreds of thousands of books. I said, well, I can't guarantee that level of success, but you know, I can actually get you a better deal. There's, there's new things happening in publishing. We can do a profit share deal with someone. You're doing all of the marketing anyway. So yeah, I'll take you on. And that started the relationship. And I had already done the first deal for him on his first book, which to my amazement, he wrote from start to finish in less than a month. And, and it was a big book, Miracle Soul Healer. And I ended up selling it to Ben Bella, which was an up and coming publisher. And we got a great deal. And then he was giving a, a healing conference of some kind in Salomar, California, which is not too far from Cardiff. I can't remember exactly. It's up the coast, but I have other clients. So I always you know, make a trip every few months up the coast. So I said, okay, let's meet. So I drive up and I'm with my wife, Gail, and I'm in Salomar and I'm looking around and I see this Chinese man in a suit and sitting on a bench. And I said, I bet that's Dr. Shah. But anyway, so we have to go to our hotel and check in and all like that. And then he was the, the person and we had arranged to meet at the Chinese restaurant nearby in the town near there. And we went to uh, dinner and it, we had about an hour and a half before this event that he wanted to have us participated, mainly, you know, just observe what he was doing. And I was struck by the fact that he was such a humble guy. I mean, this was not a fancy Chinese restaurant. This was like, you know, right. as right. normal sort of everyday kind of, and he was just a normal everyday guy. And uh, this is interesting. So then we go to the, the event and now it's, you know, nine o'clock at night, at least maybe even 10. And this room is full. It's probably close to a thousand people. I don't know, 600 at least. I, I don't know the size of it, but it's full. And they're all there and they're like totally riveted to every word he's saying. And he takes out this blackboard and he starts teaching. He's teaching about the nature of energy and the nature of healing. And there's all diagrams. And it's like, I'm, I'm back at college. I mean, this is a, a teaching. And then about an hour into it after the teaching, he brings out an individual who they have identified as having had very severe cancer. And they've been able to reduce the cancer from you know, significant size to a very small size. And they have him there to continue to do the work. So they actually, Master Shah does his, at this time he was using mostly chanting. It was, he never touched the individual. Mm -hmm. And he actually was having the people who were all student healers, which I didn't understand when I first went there. And they, he was teaching them how to do what he does. Mm -hmm. And that's what really got me interested because I've done books about John of God and I've done books about other miracle soul, well, not soul, but miracle healers. But I'd never met anyone who not only was able to heal, but was able to 
teach others how to heal. So this really intrigued me. And I should share with the audience, I have a background as a scientist. I uh, had an article published as an undergraduate in the Yale Scientific when I was a student at Yale. And then I went to Harvard University where I studied medical anthropology. So I had a background in this, which is one of the reasons I was so intrigued. And I know about the placebo and that is you know, always a factor in healing. In fact, the strongest correlate cross-culturally in all studies of anthropology is that the leading indicator of success is belief in the practitioner, no matter what modality, even with Western yeah. medicine. If you right. don't believe, you, you have a much less chance of success. Of healing. So, yeah, of healing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I thought maybe this is just that. And, and, but then, you know, we, after the success of the first book, Master Shah was not totally satisfied with the results. We sold three, 400,000 copies. I was satisfied. I thought that was great. But, you know, we still hadn't gotten to our million copy book. And uh, it was actually the publisher of Ben Bella, uh, Glenn Yefeth, who's a good friend of mine, who said, well, you know, you should do something like your dummies books. You should do like Dr. and Master Shah for dummies. And of course, we couldn't do that because Wiley owns the four dummies trademark. But I said, okay, well, I, I could do it, you know, because I, I write very quickly and, you know, I enjoy writing. So I said, I'll write, I'll write a book about Dr. And Master Shah. And that's, that was the first edition of Miracle Soul Healer. And my goal in this book is really to introduce people who have no background in healing no background in spirituality, no background in Chinese techniques. Or medicine, um, yeah. Medicine. Who is this Dr. and Master Shah? How has he achieved what he's achieved? What has he achieved? Is there true scientific evidence that these are real? Are they replicable? Um, and then after I had written the first draft of the manuscript, I did share it with Dr. And Master Shah, be sure I had everything correct, because there's a lot of individual information about his family. And I wanted to be sure I had everything correct. He said, I like your book, but it's missing a whole part. I said, oh, what's that? You have to talk about my master teachers and students that are also healing. So we added another section to the book. And, you know, there's about a dozen of his top teachers who I also profile, including their successes. And that's where I really, at that time, was completely dumbfounded because how can you possibly teach someone to do this kind of healing, because as far as I had been able to determine, it really was based on Dr. Shah's own connection to what he calls the source or the Tao, right. and his ability to sort of bring in, and, and this may sound strange. Doesn't to, he, Bill, doesn't he call it the Dung Yi Gong um, un, unbelievable power? I, you know, speak with the listeners about that. He used this process to heal people. Yes, now, well, I, I, may be, I may be saying this wrong. No, no, well, yeah, but... and, I, and just so you know, I'm going to talk in plain English. I don't use any of his Chinese language because I can't <laughs> pronounce. And, and that's, I mean, <laughs> the book has all the Chinese words and it has even the pronunciation. I don't know why I'm not mm -hmm. dyslexic, but even when I see, oh, you pronounce it like this, I pronounce it incorrectly. So exactly. rather than, <laughs> say things that any Chinese listener would say, these guys are idiots. I just <laughs> use English equivalents. So what I've learned about that, I mean, and it's, it's I mean, it's, I, I do, uh, and can pronounce probably chi. Chi is energy. Yeah. And chi in the Chinese system is responsible for everything. The movement of energy, everything related to health. 
And in Dr. Shah's system, she is controlled by the, by the heart. The, the heart can send energy to the chi, which is the body, and that can heal. But you have to go to what he calls the soul. So I don't know what the word is being used in Chinese, but I mean, I do know the word, but I can't pronounce it um, properly, but it's the soul. So you go to the soul, the soul moves the heart, the heart moves the chi, the matter. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so, it is, you have to get down to the level of matter. We're all matter. We live at the level of matter. Right. But then what I've learned, and I didn't know this at the time I wrote the first edition. This is one of the reasons I rewrote the book and added a lot of material. I have a much better understanding now of the method because each one of us has what he calls soul energy. But then there's the ultimate soul energy, which is the soul energy of the Tao. And so that's why if I had rewritten this book today and didn't want to use, you know, I would have had to totally, totally rewrite it. I would have changed the title and I may do a third edition five years from now when I understand even more. And I would have I would call it Tao Miracle Soul Healer because it's really about accessing the Tao. And I now understand from Master Shah that when he's accessing the Tao, the Tao is, I mean, I I now co-host an entire show, an hour every week, just going through what they call the Tao Te Ching, which is the original explanation of the Tao written by Lao Tzu more than 2,600 years ago. And on the very first chapter of that, Lao Tzu says, the Tao cannot be seen, cannot be heard, cannot be touched and cannot be understood by human beings. But, and it's not even called the Tao, but we're gonna use the word Tao and we're gonna give as much information as we can so human beings can benefit from understanding the source, the source of all. And it's an eternal source that always has existed. Before well, he calls it universal law and universal science, right? Yes. So that's what, well, that's that's what, yeah, kind of what you refer to it. You know, he had this divine encounter and your yes. interview with him about the divine encounter and what you learned about what he refers to as universal law, universal service. Yes, uh, well, that that is actually underneath the Tao because the Tao created heaven and earth. The Tao created the gods, actually. So when okay. he's talking to God, um, he's talking to let me just finish the, the, and then we'll get back into this but before there was the big bang there was the Tao. Mm-hmm. after the contraction because many scientists thinks the entire universe you know expands and then contracts and will come back to you know we can't even describe it will be so small and you know virtually from our experience at the level of reality we live disappear and then the whole thing will start over again but the Tao itself is immune to all of that. The Tao is before creation, before the Big Bang, after the Big Bang, it's truly eternal. And everything that we can imagine, sense, or possibly experience is derived from the source, from the Tao itself. So it's a fairly complex concept. Science cannot prove it because it's at a level and in a dimensionality that is beyond science. But there's nothing in our science, including you know, many new findings about non-local quantum entanglement, everything that's been discovered in the last 50 years that supports this type of theory. And many of my other authors, including Deepak Chopra, who has written extensively on the subject that we don't really exist. 
Now, of course we exist, but we, we exist almost in the way that a video game exists where we are not really the creators of our own hologram. We're yeah, hologram. hologram. And, and yeah. anyway, so it can and I think fun. the word the Tao is a way for people to look at. Um, I, I'm going to say this yeah. because I think, you know, you and I have been in this community for a long time and I, I've done, I'm just about close to a thousand interviews now with people on spirituality and, mm -hmm. and these kind of things. And, and sometimes it's a bit amorphous. So you have to kind of put your hands around a word or something to try and explain this. And I get what you're trying to explain is challenging. You do a great job in the book. It, it And that's what I'm going to encourage my listeners. Go get a copy of the book. It's up on Amazon. Um, check out Waterside Productions as well. If you've got an interest in learning more about Bill, he puts out a, a weekly or a monthly newsletter as well about all of his new authors. But you know, this is soul healing. You've said yes. this a couple of times. So yes. soul, I want to go back to this soul healing. Yes, well, and now we're ready for that. I, so, I just wanted to get the broader okay. context, which so, I didn't even know at the time I wrote the book, but you're absolutely right. It so is he comes healing. down to, he comes yes. down to in the book, or you did, yeah. from all these practices, Qigong, Tai Chi, acupressure, acupuncture, you, all these healing practices are considered energy medicine, right? Yes. Everybody out there listening in my audiences, they get energy medicine. You yes. Know, we've, we've all done it. Speak with us about what you and Dr. Shaw, or in more importantly, what Dr. Shaw says energy medicine is to heal the soul. Okay. So you start... In Master Shah's system of belief, everything has a soul. Every individual molecule has a soul. Every individual human being has, you know, I don't know if there's a trillion atoms, whatever it is in each of us, but each one of those atoms has a soul. And the soul of that atom controls the destiny of that atom. Mm -hmm. So what Dr. Shah focuses on is connecting to the soul of the area that is symptomatic. So if you're suffering from, I mean, his most recent book was just dealing with back pain. So if you're suffering from back pain, he now, and this is, we'll get into this. So what see. about the colon polyp that you're dealing with? What, yeah, I mean, I'm, that, I'm working, I'm, I'm, just I'm working with, Master Shah on that. He okay. Special calligraphy. I could even go get to show to you. <laughs> and I trace it. Now he's put all of his energy, and he didn't do this when I first met him. This is something he's evolved over the last 10 years. He has found a way to take his healing energy and put it. He goes into what I would call a semi trance where he's connecting with a different dimension of reality. And that dimension of reality brings in the healing energy and he puts it into the calligraphy. And then he has the individual patient trace the calligraphy. You can either do it with your hand. You can actually, the most effective way is it's almost like you do a dance where you're coming from your core and you're tracing the calligraphy. If you're unable to move because you're, you're in a severe medical situation, you can just also do it with your eyes. You can trace it with your eyes. Mm -hmm. And by doing this, you're recreating the energetic connection that he is able to create with the Tao. 
with okay. soul. And that is the basis now of the majority of his healing. Now he has other modalities also. He has Dao Song. So in addition to giving me this wonderful calligraphy, he created a seven minute chant. And he says, just play the chant, play it, you know, even when you're sleeping, it's right. going to be working. So, and he doesn't ever promise, you know, because every individual in his belief system has a fate that is linked to that individual's karma. He believes all of us. So the karma cleansing is the, you know, we'll go to that. You know, how does it work? Well, because we're looking at karma is all of the things that happened to us through the course of all the various reincarnations are bringing. Well, it's it's even more complicated than that because it's not just your karma. It's the karma of your ancestors, of your family, because you have the same DNA. So that DNA has responsibility at the cosmic level. So you may have had impeccable past lives. You and, and you know, frankly, in the beginning, I'm not a believer in reincarnation. So I was a little skeptical, but I said, ah, everybody's got their own sort of way. And as long as it works, you know, maybe this is correct. I'm now leaning more, there probably is something to this, but I think it's even more complex than Dr. Shah is stating because there is a level on which there's sort of the divine law of balance. You can call it the karma law. And I do believe in that. I've seen it, you know, in, in small ways. But I think, you know, what he's referring to is there's a much larger way, sort of the yin and the yang. There, everything's going to be balanced in the end. And so maybe it is true that you've led an impeccable life and you've led a good life in your past lives, but you come from a family that's taken advantage of others, done some terrible things. You're going to have to pay for, you know, the sins of the father, we can call it. So no one is immune to having negative things happen to them, no matter how good a human being you may be. So when that happens, Dr. Shah believes you have to clean up the karma, whether it's your own personal karma or the karma of your ancestors. So that's his first point of attack. And he has ways of helping you do that. And one thing Dr. Shah will always say is, you know, I am just a servant and I am not in charge. You have the ability to heal yourself. Right. I give you these tools, use them, and I hope they're gonna work for you. But Dr. Shah and I have discussed, there are situations where he has, because he, he does have a connection to the divine and you know he just goes in and if somebody comes to him with a illness that he doesn't, feel he can heal, he'll tell them, you know, I, I can't, I can't help you. So it's right. not a hundred percent in my uh, observations and studies of him. He rarely says, no, it's less than one to 2% of the time that he'll say, this is something I can't help with. But when he says he can help, he doesn't guarantee. He says, it's really going to be dependent upon the karma of the individual. I can give them the tools. And if, you know, they're open to it, in most cases, and I've recorded, personally investigated hundreds of cases, and I've seen thousands of cases of miraculous healings. I mean, people with severe cancer, people well, with- spontaneous remission has is, is been around for some time. Yeah, but this, defines, this thick written on yeah, how yeah, spontaneous but, remission occurs. Yeah, but, yeah, but spontaneous remission does not explain how you can have thousands of spontaneous remissions. No, no, I, I get that. What I'm yeah. saying, though, is, you know, uh, also, too, to, to get to this, you know, when you c- we're kind of kicking the tires around this because 
Yeah. I'm not saying you have skepticism. Because I was skeptical. No, but I was skeptical. You can well, say and then you, you went to this Rulin Z-I-X-I-U. Z, 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 I don't know how you pronounce the last yeah. name. Yes. You said introduce me to this Rulin Zhu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speak with the, yeah. us about the meeting with her and what you learned well, about the science she, of soul healing. Yeah. Because she evidently was another resource for you to actually back up what... Well, that's what I was saying about the science. She she is from China, but she was educated at Berkeley, which is one of the best universities in the United States. And she's a PhD candidate and then got her PhD um, with the hope of uncovering the unified field theory. That is sort of the ultimate goal of a physicist. And you know, you've had thousands of physicists over the last, ever since Einstein presented the unified field as a concept, trying to derive the underlying reality of the unified field and explain it. And no one's been successful. So Rulin was so frustrated for a time she gave up. And then she met Master Shah, unrelated to her core interest in science, and was trained and became a healer herself. And then she realized that what Master Shah was doing explained the true nature of the unified field and went back and worked with Master Shah to develop what she calls the science. And so there are now other scientists who are looking at the formulations that Rulin and Master Shah have created together. They even came up with an equation to explain it all. And um, it's fascinating. And it does support from a scientific perspective. This is why people like Deepak Chopra have jumped on the bandwagon and have attended special events that we've held with both Dr. Rulin and Master Shah, trying to understand how this healing really works. Because for me, there has it, it, it's wonderful and it is enough if you're in need just to go without understanding the science of it. But my father was a chemist. He studied with uh, Yuri, who won the Nobel Prize in chemistry. So I was raised where you really had to have scientific method if you were going to accept something. And so I've been pushing for that. And I think there's a lot of people who, who feel similarly. The results are great, but how does it work? Why? Does well, it work? I think many listeners like you who have that background they say evidence-based, right? You know, yes. I just did a big project with Mayo Clinic. I'm now working um, um, with Dr. Richie Davidson, the guy that's worked with Dalai Lama for the last 30 mm -hmm. years, um, who has now an app out, right? So Dalai Lama says to him, don't study anxiety and depression, study compassion and whatever. So he dedicates his whole life to this. And I was back in Wisconsin two weeks ago with the whole team. The point was, is that, you know, he puts all the electrodes on the head and they do the studies and they say, you know, neurologically, this is exactly what's happening under stress. This mm -hmm. is what's going on, right? So, you know, he is saying he has the biggest evidence-based pool mm -hmm. of data that actually uh, warrants mindfulness meditation practices, right, which we're doing. So is that, um, you know, but, and then I have someone else on the other end of the spectrum, Bill, that says, hey, but what's what you're you're that's this there's a symptom that's causing that stress are you treating that or are you just take doing the meditation and mindfulness practices and that would be like 
hey, adverse childhood experiences, the ACE studies that many doctors here at Kaiser have been working on with people and so on. And, you know, you so you look at this community around your science, science and evidence-based. And I think for a lot of people, it's it's very important whether they're on my show or they're not, or they're or they're just out there listening to this podcast. They kind of want proof. Right? Well, this is exactly where I'm headed as well. Okay. So, Master Sean, in addition to working with, he attracts very bright, intelligent, dedicated people. So, one of his master teachers is a man, Dr. Peter Udoba, who is a neuroscientist, very highly regarded. Uh, I forget which university in Canada, but one of the best. And anyway, he has teamed up with Dr. and Master Shah, and they've done studies and medical studies that with hundreds of patients, evidence-based studies showing the effectiveness. So that was part of my research, and, I'm, and, and this has been ongoing. And is that, in the, is, is that kind of something that's coming up in the next series of the book? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Because right. you know, I'm waiting for the final, because as you know, with science, oh, okay, now we have this study. Now you have to replicate it. I mean, you know, they're doing as thorough research as was done, well, more thorough, frankly, in my opinion, than, you know, for the COVID vaccines where everybody was. Yeah, no, I know there. I mean, I got the whole yeah. controversial stuff around that, but here, look, yeah. your daughter had cancer. Um, yeah, my, my stepdaughter, they, but yeah, and this is, this is totally totally documented and, and we could get her on the show as well. So she was diagnosed with breast cancer, yep. fourth stage, which is pretty serious. They said, you're going to have to have an operation. We're going to have to remove the breast. And, you know, there's no guarantee what we get there in time. You know, you could still have cancer after that happens. And, and many women die from this. So this was all scheduled. We found out this was when Master Shah was just starting to use the calligraphies. This was I, I, probably about eight years ago. It was after I'd written the first edition but uh, of the book. But so, you know, we called and because of our relationship, he sent her a calligraphy and he sent her a chant and she played it religiously and she traced. And I think she got all that about a month before her operation. And when they went in to operate on her, they said, this is kind of strange. We can't find the cancer. But it, we know it was there a month ago and we're going to still go ahead with the operation because we don't want to take the chance that we're just not finding it. So they did operate on her anyway, but the good news is the cancer has never returned. There is no cancer right now. And this is eight years. So this is, this was quite, I mean, miraculous. I had some small things that had given me sort of eye opener, Maybe this really does work when I was skeptical. I play a lot of golf and I had a big tournament coming up and I had golfer's elbow. Greg, I think, is a golfer you're, and other golfers will know you can't really play when your, your elbow is inflamed. And I was, you know, thinking I wasn't going to play in the tournament. I casually mentioned to Master Shah, you know, I had this little condition because I had a meeting with him just like two days before the tournament and um, he said, oh, that's nothing here. And he immediately drew a little diagram calligraphy actually on the, in, in a book. It, we, we didn't even have paper with us. And he drew it in a book and he said, here, you just, you know, and at that time it wasn't, he didn't even have the technique. He said, you can just hold this book, this image that I just created on your arm, on, on the arm, 
you know, five minutes tonight, five minutes in the morning, in two days, you'll have no problem. And he was right. And I played in the tournament. I actually won the tournament. So that was like, okay, this is just good luck. I mean, I mean, it doesn't prove anything. It was very important to me, but you know, we didn't test. But you, but you said something earlier, right at the beginning of this. And I mm-hmm. think for my listeners, you had this uh, um, amazing trust in what Dr. Shaw said. Well, in other words, we, we know that in MIT and all the places that have studied, you know, healing, um, look, it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the book. It wasn't that long ago, but where people come back again and again for uh, things that they basically don't take care of in their life, right? They're not good patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your case, you had this amazing belief in him. And I think that's, a, you know, you're talking about Norman Vincent Peale. I used to ride around and listen to cassette tapes that he did for years in the car, right? And he was so inspiring to me. I say that many times, he helped me out of depression as thousands of times, Absolutely. right? Just no, from and, what and he said, I, right? I agree with you. And, <laughs> and that is a strong component. And obviously, if you have trust and you have belief, that's going to increase significantly the yes. success you're going to have. But let me give you another story that kind of shows you don't even need that in the case of Dr. Master Shah. My biological daughter, Tara, was getting married and we really made a big deal out of it. We rented an island off of Catechase in Spain, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars being spent. And two weeks before the wedding, she had fallen or hurt her ankle foot area. And she was in a boot. She couldn't walk. She went to the the medical doctors. They said, oh, we're so sorry, but there's no way you're going to be able to walk down the aisle. Um, You know, this is going to take months to heal. It's not going to heal in two weeks. So, well, I've got so much on the line. I call up Dr. Master Shai and said, is there anything you can do to help? He said, oh, I'll do a calligraphy. I can't guarantee results, but I'll send it and we'll see what happens. So she gets the calligraphy three days before the wedding, starts tracing, and she is totally skeptical, but she's desperate. It's like she's got nothing else, you know, available. So she does it miraculously she's able to walk and this is not a normal aisle this is like a quarter of a mile because we're on an island it's a dirt path and she loves to dance not only was she able to walk down the aisle she danced till four in the morning wedding went on quite a while um she did several weeks later have to have some more treatment to because there was a break or a fracture i mean it, it didn't totally heal it but it healed it enough even without her believing necessarily in dr and master Shah. And, and so that got my attention because- Well, you know, obviously you are a believer in yeah. Dr. Shaw. And I think my listeners understand by now that if they're looking for alternatives, you know, this is a good book to look to. It's a good introduction book. It's a good way to yeah. get exposed to this. It's a good way for you to explore alternatives to, to healing in your mm-hmm. whole life, Right. Now, and that's what I was going to ask here and kind of wrapping up things. You know, you filled this book with stories about Dr. Master Shaw's soul healings. What would you like the listeners to know about how they can access? Because, you know, he's about teaching other people how to use what he knows. He has a wonderful group of people that are now, you know, 
implementing his techniques. Okay. It's very hard at this time to have a one-on-one -on -one session with Dr. Master Shah. He does blessings. He's evolved. He's now blessing water. So he has Tao water. And once a week, you can go online and, you know, have a session. It's a group session, of course, and he blesses water. And there's hundreds of reports of people just from this water blessing, then drinking the water. And there's a technique of, he's very much about gratitude in everything that he does. He's always giving gratitude to the Tao, to the source, to what others might call their God or, or whatever their, you know, sense of creation is. And what Dr. Shah explains is I can heal myself. You can heal yourself. Together, we can heal the world. And he really feels that everyone's obligation is to heal themselves whenever possible. Because when you heal yourself, you're raising the vibration of not only yourself, but of the planet. And we're all connected, interconnected. And this is what quantum physics is showing us. And it's by raising the health and the vibration of the planet that we are really able to heal ourselves. And healing ourselves is the first step. And then you can learn to heal others. You can use these techniques. And if you want to follow this, and some people you know, can create a career out of it or, or a sideline, um, he'll teach you how to do that. There's many, many classes and all of this is available. So online. where would our listeners go to, to learn? Uh, I, I, I mean, I know just, it's in your book. Yeah, I think it's just www.drshaw.com. I'm okay. not good with all the technical. It's, well, it here's what I'll do. Yeah. I well, will put a link in the blog for my listeners yeah. so that they can go to Dr. Shaw's website. I will also put a link to Waterside Productions so mm -hmm. people can- so One, one of the things that actually I'm going to recommend right here on the show is I'll connect you with Dr. Master Shaw. I'm sure he would love to be on your show. And what he does when he's on shows, in addition to answering your questions, he'll do a blessing for all of your listeners. He'll actually do a blessing that- can have significant healing impact. And one of the things about Master Shah is he doesn't limit it just to physical, mental, emotional, and even things related to career, finances, marriage relationships. His techniques work with all areas of life. So, you know, it's really a blessing to have. I'm, I'm sure he's had impacts on millions of lives, yes. whether he knows it or not. Um, the reality is, is that, you know, um, there's, uh, I don't want to say it, these people that have come on the planet to do this kind of work as sages and mm -hmm. healers, and there's many of them. Uh, obviously, we have many on the show, but I wanted to expose his work, one, because of you. Uh, I really respect you and the kind of authors that you've actually brought to the forefront over the years. Uh, and the things that you've done. And I and I really think that this is great for our listeners. So for everybody out there listening, um, we're going to put a link to Dr. Shaw's website. Um, and we're also going to put a link to uh, Waterside's web website. And Bill, if the listeners want to get the book, I know it's on Amazon. So we'll put a link to Amazon as well to pick up the book there. Um, and if anybody has any questions about this, Say so probably go to the Dr. Shaw website and type an email in and, and do a contact. Uh, and we will get Dr. Shaw on the show 
to actually speak with our listeners and do a blessing and a healing that uh, Bill is uh, speaking about here. That would be wonderful. And Bill, seriously, thank you for taking this time to talk with our listeners about the book is called Dr. and Master Shaw, Miracle Soul Healer by William Gladstone. There you go. Uh, pick up a copy. Uh, do that today. And if you have any other uh, questions or contacts, contact, contact us here at Inside Personal Grow. Namaste to you, Bill. Thanks well, thank for- you so much. Really enjoyed the interview. Look forward to talking with you again and getting some more of our wonderful authors on your show. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to this podcast on Inside Personal Growth. We appreciate your support. And for more information about new podcasts, please go to InsidePersonalGrowth.com or any of your favorite channels to listen to our podcast. Thanks again and have a wonderful day.